Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick. On Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick. And on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Also, starting in November, I am setting up one-to-one coaching to help you plan out your future reality using both the law of assumption and the power of your subconscious mind. Both of these plans together starts at $50. Send me an email at thegratitudechick20 at gmail.com. Let's start today. Welcome to another episode of Manifesting in the Bible. Today we are going to read um, back to the New Testament. Actually, I'm not sure where um, episode 10 left off, but we're in the New Testament today in Matthew chapter 6. Um, We are going to start with verse 25. But before I start, I just want, the reason why I chose this verse today is because... um, I I saw a video when searching through some hashtags on YouTube, and it was a guy talking about the word manifesting and whether or not Christians should be manifesting, and his take on it is that no, Christians should not be. Now, while I did not uh, watch his video, the premise was very clear in the description in the title, and in his comments. And um, I read several comments that said, I didn't know I shouldn't be manifesting. Should I repent? And there were just so many comments that of people who said, I didn't know I shouldn't. I didn't know. What should I do? And my first thought was, there's two things going on. Number one, A lot of Christians are Christians in name only in that they don't know their Bible. That's number one. And number two, they are listening to people who also don't know their Bible. The Bible tells us to study for ourselves, to study and show ourselves approved unto God. That is what the Bible says. So while you come to you know, outlets and platforms like YouTube to, you know, kind of gain some understanding or even just to, to, you know, see what other people think and to find stuff that doesn't negate your study. As a Christian, you should always test what it is someone else is telling you. Because the Bible says that the Bible's the Bible itself is open to man's own interpretation, which is why I tell you all the time, this is my interpretation of the scriptures. I pray before I read. So this is my interpretation. Not everybody is going to, to agree. And again, it goes back to the law of assumption. What is true, what you believe to be true is true for you. So if all of your life you have been told this one thing about the scriptures and you either don't read it for yourself or you read without 
understanding, then whatever you've been told all your life will be true for you. People are bogged down on the word manifest. And true, the word itself may not be in the Bible, or I think I've read it before, and it could be in, you know, just the translations that I've read. But it don't get bogged down on the word, on this new age word, or this, you know, new word that's that people are saying. Think about the meaning of the word and the actions. A, a prime scripture very prime. Go back to manifesting in the Bible episode 9, Romans chapter 4 verse I believe it's 17. The the premise of that scripture is calling those things that be not as though they were. That in itself is a the definition of manifesting. So do not get bogged down on this word of manifesting. And as I do, God is in the center of everything that I do, period. In, in the center of my, great, my gratefulness, what I ask for, I ask of God. And this is the entire reason why I am doing this series, because I don't want people to feel like they have to pray and pray and pray for the same thing when many things God has already given us the power to. And one of those things is the power to create our lives. It is not just about wealth. It is about health, happiness, joy. We have already been given that. And to sit and 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 kind of steer people away because you don't like the word manifestation is horrible. Which is why I want to counsel everyone ensure that you take the time out when listening to people online about manifesting in the Bible. Read for yourself. That is why I'm giving you scripture references. That is why I don't just read one scripture and I try to read the, you know, the scriptures around it because I want you guys to get the context as well. So anyway, let's start with Matthew chapter number six. And we are going to start reading at chapter, excuse me, verse 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. Again, we're reading the New King, the New King James Version. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more of more than uh, of, mm, sorry, are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. 
for your heavenly father knows that you need you need all these things but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will will worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own trouble so i'm going to go back to um verse 25 now i didn't have a target one target scripture this entire passage all of these scriptures were my target and the purpose of me reading the this uh passage today is to talk about a few things that we as christians get bogged down on number one is worry let's go back to 25 verse 25 therefore i say to you do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing the first thing jesus is saying is stop worrying about what i am giving you stop worrying as christians we tend to worry so much about the future tomorrow you know what bills need to be paid then instead of living for today so a lot of times when we worry like that we tend to pray in unbelief and that's where that push comes for from pray until something happens we pray in unbelief instead of praying asking for what it is that we want believing that we will receive it we ended up we end up praying in unbelief because of worry verse 26 look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not of more value than they now let's look at sowing and reaping and gathering into barns when when farmers plant they do what they put the seed into the ground that is sowing seeds and then they reap and they and they get the harvest by reaping and gather it into their barns. That is what the sowing, reaping, and gathering into barns are. And because he's, he's telling you the birds of the air, they don't do anything, yet I still feed them. Are you not are you not of more value than they? And if you don't know if you are, you are made in the image of God and in his likeness. So absolutely you are of more value than the birds of the air. And that is and that just lets you know the birds of the air don't do anything. They fly and they whistle and they eat the worms. <laughs> that is what they do. Yet they don't they are fed by God. So if they are fed and cared for as much as they are, why would you think that you would have to worry because you are of way more value than them being made in the creator's image. Verse 27, which of you by worrying can add a cubit to his stature? Not me. 28, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And toil and spin, I believe that is has to do with how they used to make clothing back then. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. 
Verse 30. Now God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and to tomorrow is thrown into the oven. Will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? This right here, again, is a reminder of how much God loves you. Look around in nature, how beautiful it is. These things that we see in nature were spoken into existence by God's mouth. We, our people, he bent down and created Adam from his hands. So he made Adam in his image and likewise us. We are made in the image of God. So my question is, why worry when all of these things will be added unto you? All you have to do is believe. But when you worry, as most Christians do, let's be honest, you pray in unbelief. And that is why you do not receive or it takes much longer for you to get what it is that you want. Verse 31. Therefore do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear. For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows you need all these things. Now let that goes back to everything that I've been saying up to this point. It is the gift of God that we have the power to get wealth. He has given us that. He knows what we have need of. So he has already provided provision for us. Even with healing, he says, by his stripes, you are healed. That is present tense. And that was said many years ago. So if we know that he has given us the power to get wealth and he has already provided our healing, this only goes to show us that our Heavenly Father knows what we have need of. He has already provided this provision. So again, worrying about things that you can't see in tomorrow does nothing for you. The only thing it does is add stress and further adds unbelief to your life. Further adds unbelief to your life. And then what happens? You end up, again, praying in unbelief. And the last scripture. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Verse uh, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Don't neglect the prayers, the the prayers of, of love and appreciation and gratitude and praise. Don't neglect that. And that is probably why some Christians are so up in arms about manifestation. There are, you know, people out here who manifest and, you know, whatever it is, and they don't give God the glory. That's between them and God. Personally, for, for Luanza, I pray and I ask. I let the Lord know this is what I want. These are my desires. And I make sure that I am believing because he says he lets me know 
ask believing you will receive and you will have it. That is what the Bible tells me. So if I ask and I believe that I will receive it, there is no reason to worry. I have created the assumption that when I ask and I believe, I will receive. That is my belief. But a lot of Christians don't have the same belief. They believe if I if I keep asking for this one thing, eventually God will hear me. That is a horrible assumption to have. And and I'm I'm going to be very honest with you, it is not biblical. It is a horrible assumption and it is not biblical at all. Last verse. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, I have been saying this and saying this and saying this. Think about your present only. Whenever you're manifesting, whenever you're asking, whenever you're believing for whatever it is that you desire, it should always be for the present. When tomorrow comes, I'm recording this on Sunday, October 10th. So when October 11th comes, guess what? It'll be today. It'll be the present. So when I tell you always ask for today, always manifest for today, it is because when the future gets here, the future is always the present. So if you ever try to put a time or a date on what it is that you're asking for, you are limiting God. You are limiting him. Ask for today. Because today is when your prayer will be answered. It will always be answered today. It'll never be answered tomorrow. So always ask for today. Always believe for today. So I just wanted to read that scripture because I want everybody to realize that as a Christian, God is number one. Don't ever neglect or take away God as the number one part in your life. And that is why I keep reminding you that it is he that has given you the power to get wealth. It is not anything that you've done on your own. It is he that has given you the power to speak and and create life or death. The Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. It is he that has given you the ability to call those things that be not as though they were. It is he. So do not ever take God out of the equation. He is the number one. If there's a pyramid, he's the top. He is the number one. And I don't ever want you guys to think that because so many people use the word manifest, um, people who believe and people who don't believe, that is something wrong with manifesting. Remember that God causes the sun to shine on the just and the unjust. And he causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. When the rules of the universe were laid out, they're laid out for the entire world, not just for the just. So do not think for a second 
for a millisecond that manifesting isn't for you as a Christian. Don't think. Just do not neglect God. For He, it is He who has given you the power to get wealth. It is He who has already established and given provision for your healing. It is He that sent His Son on the cross to die for your sins. And, to, and, and it is Jesus who said He came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So do not neglect your Father ever. I hope that you guys understood and and got something from this message. I thank you guys always for tuning in to listen to me ramble about a subject that I love. Do not forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a fantastically blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify. Shopify.